right, hello everybody, welcome back, it's Valentine's Day week when you're listening to this, or it might be next week, I don't, it's between the two episodes that are about to come out, and that's what matters, so we're doing one-on-ones, we're gonna let these guys show a little bit more about themselves, um, character building, pause, character building, yes, all the... So many winks, all of the winks. Bearing uh, all this Valentine's wink Character wink. building, more like character building. What does that mean? Uh, well, I'll never tell. Well, we'll tell you when you're older. Okay. Yeah, Cordell, you're so new to D&D. It's okay that you don't know. It's a D&D okay. thing you don't understand. Oh, uh, do we routinely have D&D sex? You know. So, we... What? It's called woohoo. What? It's called... <laughs> Blue, uh, you were willing to have a scene with Wind, right? Yeah. Uh, where do you want that to be? Um, so, I would say, at this moment, Blue is in their, in their bed pool, just kind of, like, shoulders out of the pool, forearms resting on, like, on the floor of the dorm, like, kind of over the edge, and then they're fiddling with some electronics, which... Um, might be dangerous to some this close to the water, but Blue is an expert. It's the equivalent of, like, doing your homework or whatever, like, sitting in bed. They're kind of <laughs> half in and half out of their pool. Um, I I absolutely love that. So you're lounging, uh, lounging, doing some work. Um, mm-hmm. what causes wind to stop in? Um, the nature of the electronics that Blue is working on. It's Wind's legs. <laughs> we? I, they stole I, them. <laughs> all right, I pl- play this out for me. I just want to be swept away. Wind crawls in. <laughs> crawls into the room. Hey, have you seen? Have you seen my legs? Blue looks down at the mess of electronics in front of them and then shakes their head well uh that um can win see if he can literally notice the symbol of <laughs> of the golden wing uh on the leg on the metal yeah. that that blue is messing with. give me a roll an investigation check okay can it be perception because i'm better at that um <laughs> i think if you're investigating a specific spot Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, how about a two? Any, pl- Wait, any- no, plus two. That's a nine. That's a nine total. A nine? <laughs> oh wow. Um, I think with an if it was perception, it would have been twelve. So I think a nine total. You're able to sort of see it. It's kind of covered up, so you see a symbol that you think looks like the golden wing symbol, but you're not a hundred percent sure. Hey, uh, what you, what you, what you working on, Blue? So Blue has been, like, kind of had a little notepad out, and they've been, like, taking notes on just what they find in the, in the legs. And so they write, they write on the pad, cybernetically enhanced prosthetic limbs, and then kind of underline it to show that's the part Wind is supposed to read. Oh, so, so you are, you do have my legs. They write, I have some legs. <laughs> 
what are you do? What are you doing? What are you doing to them? I don't think they reply. I think they just kind of start putting them back together because they've found found out all they can, pretty much. Make a mech check for me. Yay! Sorry if I fuck up your legs, wind. <laughs> yeah, while blue does that, I think wind kind of just scoots over and it like sits by him and just watches. That's a five. A five? Yeah, remember when you talked about maybe getting um, advantage or proficiency in mech and tech? Since you pulled this apart, I'm going to give you advantage oh, on putting God. it back together. Yay. I rolled another two, so that's still <laughs> a five. Can I can I give like some kind of something since they are literally my legs and I'm I can like point and like help help them put it back together? So it's not literally, hey, you rolled low, so now Wind's legs are fucked for the entire campaign. Right. So okay, no so pilot. this is the way I think it's gonna resolve. Blue, as you're um, attempting to put back the legs together, despite your note-taking, uh, I think some of the water maybe splashed up onto the notepad um, in your frantic fix of trying to put these legs back together so that some of the notes smeared away. And so your your first attempt to put them back together, it resembles legs, but yes, wind, you can go over... Also, really quick, I was gonna, just going to describe. So, like, wind has like thighs, basically. Like Ooh. at the knee is where he is amputated, and where the the legs begin, the robotic legs. Okay. So, like, they are two separate pieces. Yeah. So, like, I was imagining wind, like sitting there watching blue, like put together one of the legs just to like observe. And then probably taking the second one and maybe even showing blue, but like putting it back together himself just because he is, I think he is very careful with those legs yes. because he like, the, those are very precious to him. Uh, after blue's attempt of trying to fix these two legs and have them be good. They, they look like legs, but uh, I think when taking one look at them, you realize instantly that this is not, at all how they're supposed to look uh not at all how they're supposed to work um so yeah i think you're able to go over there and show blue how to fix it i i think that yeah so that wasn't that wasn't bad like yeah you almost got it but like here let me show you this this goes here you need to connect that to that and i'm like like kind of walking them through just being like like noticing how much blue is like obviously very techy so like Wynn's just like trying to make a connection and being like, look, I can t I'm t here's something cool about me that I can teach you how to do and like, you know, like folds the metal back into place and like locks it. And then he's like, yep. And there, there you go. And then hooks it back up. Like, you like uh, you like what you found? They're not. Well, uh, I mean, you can take my legs again if you want to practice more. But like they they are my legs. <laughs> So, like, uh, you tell me or, like, at least have me here so, like, like I did, I can, like, show you because, like, Blue, they're my legs. <laughs> yeah, Blue just nods. So, I think Blue, like, did you put the legs back on? 
Yes. Okay. Um, I think Blue is going to um, kind of prod at your legs and then gesture for you to walk around. Oh, okay. Like this? Yeah. Walk and so, um, like, the, the floor you've been standing on is kind of damp, but um, when you walk around in them, you see the, the wet footprints you leave aren't exactly those of a bird person. What, what do they look like? They look like more like dog feet. Oh? Um, and what? so then they, they poke them again and um, gesture again for you to walk around. Maybe like get your feet wet again and then walk around. I do so. And now they look more like human type of like boot looking tracks. Did you alter the like footprint? Yeah. So what they did was use one of their one of their artificer infusions to make you some boots of false tracks. So now your magic legs can leave whatever kind of footprints you want. Okay, you really can see my legs anytime. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> like runs up and like shakes your hand like this. I'm, I'm gonna do so much pranks with this. <laughs> <laughs> I just nod. Blue actually had something that they wanted Wynn's help with. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's um, see what it is. Yeah. So, what is the like alcohol policy on campus? Because I know students can't drink with professors, but like. Is alcohol allowed on campus? If it is legal for you to drink on your home planet, it is legal for you to drink here. Nice. Um, not with professors. Would there be a place for us to, like, procure alcohol for, like, a party later? Yeah, there's, like, a... Uh, like, a general goods type store on campus. Uh, it is about a 10 minute walk from your dorms uh and now is the time when i come up with a name for the general store that i just made up general stars general store yeah okay we're gonna go with that i like that thank you cordell it is called general stars general store nice everything is star themed yes (laughs) every yeah everything on base is somehow star themed yeah it is called general stars general store and you see um, a a robot behind the desk as the checkout person. And there's like three or four aisles. And then there's like a locked cabinet. So you have to go get the person to come unlock it so you can get the alcohol. Okay. And Blue has like written down a list of what they want and hands it to, hands it to Wynn so that they can easier, you know, more easily communicate with the, with the store person. Oh shit! You got you got some very specific tastes. I I enjoy it. <laughs> One of them is like seaweed liqueur. <laughs> I I mean I I've never been outside of anywhere, so I don't know if this is normal or not. But <laughs> wow! Uh, I also don't have any money. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think. If- um, Blue would have money. I feel like they would. I feel like they're like, I don't know, trust fun kid. There's like also a type of like school credit that it's like, eh, put it on the credit and then just pay it off nice. before you leave school. Oh, I can use my credit though. <laughs> Blue nods enthusiastically. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yes, it's as you enter a, a futuristic store, it still has a bell. <laughs> it's just ding, 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 ding. Just above the door, and then uh, she listen. 
hi, how can I help you today? We were looking for some booze. Yes, wonderful. Um, what planet are you from? And can I see some form of identification or any way to verify your age? Oh, uh, um, I'm, I'm from the Golden Wing. Okay. Uh, and how old are you? I am 19, roughly. 19. <laughs> Maybe like 19 and a half. I mean... I don't really remember my birthday, I'm not going to lie. I, you know, I think we can make that work. That, yes. Uh, can I see what, or what do you need? Uh, we got this list. And I hand, hand them the list. Uh, they, uh, take the list and they seaweed liqueur. That is very specific. It's my favorite. What can I say? <laughs> right. Uh, and then they, uh, turn around and they fetch. Uh, how many things are on the list? Uh, there's like five or six. Wait, so yeah, like what? What are these made out of? Like, I've ne- I mean, I don't really know much. Well, uh, let's see. This seaweed liqueur is uh like fermented seaweed that's soaked in some stuff. I don't really know how they make it. And then just because you didn't specify what was on the list, I get to have fun. She pulls out like a giant handle of jimothy beaming which is uh is like this is it'll get you there uh and then just keeps like picking up stuff and putting it on the counter and it's like uh and uh but yeah most alcohol is just stuff that is fermented to the point where like the alcohol is made some stuff has a corn mash some stuff has a wait 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 say that again but slower some stuff has... Too slow, too slow. Some stuff has a corn mash. Um... Corn? I love corn. Corn's my favorite. I just I just had corn like two days ago. But it's my favorite. Well, well, then... Let, give me some of that. That sounds amazing. Right, yeah. Here, here you go. And she goes and picks up and puts a small-ish, smaller bottle out and says, yeah. Anything else? Do you want to put that on your uh, on your uh, account? Wind just kind of is staring at the corn bottle. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll do. Yeah, that sounds good. Wonderful. Uh, I will apply that to your account. And she like she is okay. Can you give me your name? Yeah, uh, I'm Wind. Wind. Any last name or? Uh, that's classified. <laughs> yeah, no, I no. Last name is classified. All right, wind classified. I I we found you. No. All right, we found you. Uh, yes, you're in. Wait, they put me under. They did. Is my last name in the system really classified? That was a joke. That was I. You got me. Oh my god! You bringed me back. Oh my god! I got you back. Haha. <laughs> yes, but I'll put that on your account. Uh, and she starts okay, to fine. put it in uh, paper bags because in the future they don't use plastic. And puts it up on the counter for you. Wynn just like grabs it and just kind of like stands there for a couple seconds. You can leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We did it, Blue! We got nice. it! Blue, <laughs> Blue claps. <laughs> The, the reason that Blue hung back kind of outside the store was that um, <laughs> technically alcohol is illegal on Anura. Oh. They saw off-worlders bringing it in and they were like, nah. 
And so it's like they bent the rules for like they like let other species like do what they want, but like their communities, it's like a, a ban on alcohol. Oh my gosh, I love that. So what all what are we getting all this stuff for, Blue? Blue like messages, wind, and just images of like people doing shots and like you know like strobing lights and like people dancing and stuff. Does Blue want to throw a rave? <laughs> <laughs> just a party. Oh my gosh, I love. This. So, like, the camera, like, zooms out on Wynn's realization that he is about to help Blue throw a true party, which I don't, I don't know if Wind would have ever done, so this is even funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Jen and Russ. So, where were you two wanting to have your little meeting? I would like to be in the library. I am completely okay with that. Sweet. If you guys don't mind, let's start the scene a little bit back. So it's when you guys are like about to head into the library. Like uh, there's this basically a hallway like any of the other hallways in the school. But there is like pictures and signs with the rules of the library before you go in. And you see uh, there's a sign that says like, please refrain from um, excessive noise. And then it kind of you take another few steps down. And it says, please don't pay too much attention to the librarians. They're a bit testy. And you see another few signs on down. It says, no food <laughs> or drink in librarians. the library. And then you finally see the double doors. It says, Martha Blackhill's library on top. And it's been dedicated to Martha, who you know is the communications teacher. As you guys uh, swing open the doors to take it all in, you see what is, it's a big school library. Uh, it is three stories total, with the first floor being occupied mostly by desks, and then the second and third floor. It's like a balcony setting to where you can see that there's just tons of books on the second and third floor, and the stairs are located uh, to the very back of the library across, and the front desk is immediately to your left. Do you guys just grab a table and sit down? Uh, real quick, are these like book books or they're like a series of iPads on shelves? You actually see there's kind of a mix. There's like actual book books on the second floor. And then the third floor, you think it's interesting because you see a lot, or make a perception check for the third floor. Okie dokie. Eight. Eight. Um, you see a few students on the third floor, and you don't you don't notice any book books on this third floor though. But yeah, you see that and you see there are some librarians working all over the place. Uh and then there is one behind the desk currently. I would like to go up to the librarian at the desk and ask if they could point me toward the union history. Yeah, as you walk up to the librarian at the desk, uh it is a older woman and she looks up she was reading a book and she looks up and says right you need to you need what i need to find the section on the union's history do you know the history of the union yes that well it's not there's not too much in the ways of history it's not that old well i want to see what we have well, that, that's not any specific thing you're looking for. Maybe I can point you in the exact right direction. How close is Rust to me right now? Uh, that's up to Rust. 
I would say that I'm just like right next to you. I'm just following you like closely behind, just looking around everywhere. Alright. I am looking for any information on the ARAD bomb and on AU series infantry units. Well, that's a really specific thing to look for. So that's going to be on the third floor in section 622 under the military history. Thank you. And then I look at Russ and I say, come on, Russ, bucket. So as you start to walk away, uh, the librarian behind the desk says, and just remember, don't don't bother the other librarians, okay? If you need to talk to any of them, you come talk to me. Russ is just stuck there. I just look at Jen. Look back at the librarian. Look back at Jin. Back at the librarian. Did, what did he just call me? I think he called you Rust Bucket. She... Sounds like a term of endearment. Hey, um, organic. Yeah? I like that name. You lack that name? No, I like oh, that I name. Oh, this is so sweet to see. I love seeing new budding friendships in the first week of school. Thank you, Meatbag. That's <laughs> oh, no. I don't enjoy Jin it. goes over <laughs> and uh, catches Rust by the elbow and kind of leads him away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Um, I don't understand you, Organics. Well, here's a tip, Rust. Anything that ends or contains the word bag that you're calling someone, typically not good. But why? You guys are just bags of meat and flesh it doesn't feel good to be called that oh my emotional processors are kind of dysfunctional sometimes i'm sorry that's okay let's just keep going up to the third floor so tell me fleshling um why are you particularly interested in looking at the assault unit line well to be honest rest i don't trust you yet oh well, um, I I can't imagine a reason why you wouldn't. I mean, I've done nothing to you, I, I hope. It's not necessarily what you would have done to me that I don't trust. I think with that, you're kind of getting to the third floor. Okay, well, I, upon cresting the stairs, I say, give me one second. And I walk over to the section with the uh, AU information, and I assume i find the book do i need to like roll for that um actually uh on the third floor there are no books what you see are like these banks it almost looks like like almost like miniature model kind of all over um and as you see there's a label over each one where you see like you see the section you're going for with like union history and specifically the military history of the union and then you see like a series of number like a like a number pad on it okay do i know how to operate this number pad you see there is a sign right next to it that tells you exactly how to operate it and it basically says it kind of the the way the number pad works is the way like I don't remember the way what the typing system is actually called, but like on old cell phones where you would actually have to like for a you would hit one once and then wait and then keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to just type in the specific thing you are looking for and then uh, go through that. Okay. Um, How long does it take me to find what I'm looking for? Um, Which one are you looking for first? Uh, AU infantry. Okay. Uh, you type in AU and it pops up 
pretty fast. You see like a screen opens up and it has all the information on the AU line. Okay. Are there images of them in action? Um or videos? You you kind of like scroll through the file that's presented to you and you find one video of them, uh, but it is a testing site video of showing like like a very early like beta model of the AU line and it's like this is what it can do in just one minute and it shows like one AU versus a hundred like dummies okay and you see that in two minutes it's leveled okay um I gesture for Russ to come over and look at what I'm looking at so I'm just going to be saying in the meantime, Russ has just been like looking over the balconies and just like looking at all of like the organs, but hmm, neat. And then he hears Jen call out to him and he's going, oh, sorry, uh, wh- what can I do for you? I want you to watch this. And then I play the video. Oh, what is this? It looks... Russ, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh-oh. You killed Rust. Oh, <laughs> um, that right there is a six. Rust, I'm afraid you enter rage. <gasps> what have I done? In response to this, I'm going to immediately start punching the um device that is playing this video, like as hard as I can. Uh, make a uh make an attack roll, unarmed attack. Okay. That is a 20, 15 plus 5. You see dents form in this machine, and the video um, starts to come to a stop. Make a dexterity saving throw. You said dexterity? Yes. Okay. I got an 18. Do you feel like these uh, hands kind of all over you trying to pull you down and trying to like make it to where you are on the ground and being restrained? Um, but they are not quite able to hold you. So are these, like, actual people coming up and, like, trying to suppress me? Uh, you can't tell. You don't know. You don't see anything. Uh, Jin, what you see is out of nowhere, there were no people, and then these figures that you saw on the second floor briefly, kind of sorting books, have appeared out of thin air and are now trying to hold back rust. I'm going to start swinging wildly. No prejudice, no nothing. I am looking for anything to just hurt. Jin, did you move away from Russ when he started freaking out? Uh, yes. Okay. I I don't think you're able to hit any of the librarians, um, just because they that's not they're not corporeal. But you you swing all you want. Go ahead and make another wisdom saving throw for me, Russ. That is a three. You feel yourself being subdued and slowly start to go to sleep. So am I feeling tired or is it just like, what exactly is the feeling? It's kind of like you feel like something is making you calm down. It's almost, it's kind of like a, like somebody's forcing you to take deep breaths. Even though you're not, you're a robot, you don't quite know what that feels like, but you feel like a calming effect wash over you. So here's my thing. I don't know if I would, in this situation, right, fully be able to just immediately, like, subdue the, like, anxiety and the stress I'm currently facing. 
So, like, I'm gonna do my best to ease into it, but, like, my body is still, like, geared up and ready to go. Yeah, no, 100%. I don't expect this to be an instant, like, oh, you're better. No, that's not how it works. That's not how anxiety works. I'd say, since you're trying to lean into it, go ahead and give me one more wisdom saving throw with advantage. The first roll is a two. The second roll is a four. Jeez. I think you, you feel yourself becoming more inundated with this, like, forced calm down type thing this like electricity is being pulsed through your body to force you to calm down or like force you to like at least stop moving and cause like minor paralysis almost to get you to just stop and i think eventually it just like hits and even though you are still raging on the inside you cannot move okay and you feel those hands disappear uh jen you see those uh beings that were holding down rust disappear. Okay. Um, I think it's safe to say that I uh, pulled out a small dagger during that to ready a defense. Yeah, <laughs> and I think so, that's safe to say. So I'm still holding the dagger in front of me, like, looking at rust, who's now on the ground, right? Yes, he is on the ground. He is unable, uh, he's not able to move. Where's Blue? Oh... He needs his emotional support, Blue. I'll, I'll go find them. When Jen goes to find Blue, Rust is going to just, like, shut himself down into power saving mode and just sit there. Uh, because you've said you're going to go into power saving mode, I think uh, by the t- when Blue does eventually get there, you are completely out of rage at that point, then. Hi, I'm Miranda from Nat Wonderful. And I'm Drew from Nat Wonderful. We hope you're enjoying this extra special episode of Nat Wonderful. If you like what you're hearing, here are some ways you can support this show. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or send us an email if you want at natwonderful at gmail.com. And if the spirit moves you, rate us or leave us a review on the platform of your choice. It helps us reach more listeners like you. Thank you for listening. And have a wonderful week. And have a week. wonderful week. <laughs> and have a wonderful week. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>Jin running away from Rust laying on the ground and it zooms over to a slightly brighter scene you know we see a few people sitting at tables scattered as we see the space travel and regulation bucks aka star bucks we see it kind of filled to the brim with students maybe looking through their textbooks as they're about to start a new semester uh, we see a few familiar faces uh, and then we see at a table, uh, we see Anna and Rose. There's like a short line. There's maybe like two people in line other than you, and they're both ahead of you. Okay, cool. And, and uh, none of them are cute little um, wood elves that will distract anyone. I really, I really, <laughs> no. I really hope not.
No, Shelly is not in line. She's on the <laughs> other side of the base. But we have... There is one person that you met last episode, Malcolm, who was the uh, who was the drow that kind of uh, seemed to be the captain of the people in front of you. And uh, he gets in line and orders a uh, pumpkin space latte. Oh my god, oh. go away, Caleb. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Fuck yes! <laughs> well, well, now we need two content advisories. Um... <laughs> Uh, Content advisory, bad puns. <laughs> he orders his drink and then uh, goes to sit down. And he sits at a little a table with a few other people. Yeah, it's your turn. Anna, what do you, what, what's your order? Uh, hi, I was wondering, do you guys still have the Irish cream cold brew? You see, it's a uh, halfling woman behind the counter. And she says, yeah, of course. Yeah, we would never get rid of that. All right, cool. Can I get like a venti with that? All right, Aventi. All right, uh, so you're new here. Which one is it? Is that the small, the medium? Which one is that? I don't know. <laughs> I think Aventi's uh, a large one, I believe. That's okay. Right, we'll, we'll get right on that. And uh, she types in the order, and she says, "Would you like to apply that to your school credit?" Um, what's easier? I can do whatever. I, I, it's easier to put it on your credit, honestly. It's all right. Sure, I, I'll, I'll put right. it on my credit then. Great, sounds wonderful. And she uh, punches button, and a little scanner pops up and scans your face, and then it's and she says, "Hey, it's applied." Well, that was um, weird. Then, All right. Uh, yep. Yeah, and then uh, you're free to go find a table. And Rose, I think you're right behind. What the? What's your? Oh, order? hey, Rose. What's up? I I'm, I look a bit startled because I'd been like just looking looking down, um, fiddling with my. My nail is bothering me quite a lot, apparently. But then I, I look up, and I, I see Anna. Oh, oh, uh, uh, hi. I, I just wanted another tea after having one in the office. It kind of oh, was gotcha. on my mind. You know, you get a craving. Yeah, I, I, I'll let you order. Sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll come say hello in a moment. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to grab a table over here. Yeah, and she... Orders uh, a meat. Oh hi. Um, yes hi. Uh, how can I help you? Can I can I get uh, the mid-sized tea, like milk tea, please? One sugar. Uh, yes, I think that we can do that for you. Do you want to apply that to your school credit or? Yeah, yeah, whatever. And she just sort of Wonderful. stands there awkwardly. Uh, and she starts tapping in a few buttons and then hits get enter button and you see that scanner pop up and it scans your face really quick and she's right it's on the account so you're good to go and she rose blinks a few times and says, that's it yeah yeah so and you came into the school we got like your picture and we tied that to your account and so in here and in a few other stores uh we're able to just scan your face and apply that credit to your account. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. And she just sort of scurries away and happens to go into the direction that Anna is. And so pulls a seat and sort of sits there awkwardly. So, uh, we haven't uh, had much of a chance to talk, but I feel this is good of a chance as any. Yeah. I, and she she makes such an effort to look up at Anna's face. 
And Hello. <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, I, I, I do, I do, I did, I really wanted to apologize a little bit for how abrupt I was the first day we met. I'm not very oh. good." With, oh. oh no 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 problem at all it's uh I, I understand first days can be hard and all new school new place new life of sorts that can be that can be a hard time adjusting to new things and all that yeah something yes um so don't 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 worry your pretty little head about it it's all good and and she like kind of smiles a little but then goes back to looking down at her hand um so what part of uh what, what what part of earth are you from what part of earth uh you see i don't actually know <laughs> is that strange that i don't know no I that's, guess... that's that's fine sorry i, I didn't no. realize that was it. that's all good no 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 i mean i i i went all over the place i suppose with my, oh. with my family and and then and then she just sort of trails off with that uh, but but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter very much they obviously took me for the train you're like a traveler of sorts so you've been you've been to a lot of places i mean when, when i was younger yes there was one place i stayed for many many years but i don't quite know where it was i understand that I, I, too, have had a couple of homes in my life. You hear, you hear from the county, just like, uh, Anna? Anna? Is that, is it Anna? Anna? Anna. It's Anna. Anna. Oh, Anna. Anna. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, All right, wait, hold on. Anna, I'll be right back. Anna, we, yes, we have it ready for you. All right, I'm going to jog up, grab my <laughs> as, iced coffee, and then sprint back. As Anna, like, that brief moment, Anna's gone. Rose looks at her. <sighs> like, as she just sort of calm. Oh, um, yes. All right, I'm back. Howdy. Hi. Is your order All right. fine? What? Is 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 your order you know fine? Is it okay? Yeah. Uh. Well, hold on. Let me take a sip. Ah. <sighs> yeah, it's pretty good. Rose nods. Um. But yeah, where 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 were you from? Uh, that's a complicated question um so i am originally from a sort of uh okay so i'm originally from a place in earth called the underdark it's a very vile place it's somewhere i hope i never end up going back to um but i guess to say where i'm from is a little town just outside of that area called Dresden. That's where I grew up anyways. Well, really grew up. Well, I'm certain that, you know, the the place in which you despise hasn't had much of an impact on, impact on you. Yeah, not really. I, I, I try not to think about it much. Hmm. Uh, Rose? Yes. Rose, yeah. right. Rose, we have your tea ready. And she just quietly sort of slips up and bounds over to the, the counter to collect her tea. Sitting down, taking a few sips, realizing it's far too hot. 
you know, the, the process. So you said you, uh, you said you traveled a lot, uh, around a lot. What, what exactly for? Just for, for pleasure, for business, for uh... my family. They they worked for the military, I suppose. Although they they mostly went. Oh, it's complicated. They they didn't ah. spend much time on Earth, but when they did, they'd travel to different bases. And okay, I got gotcha. you. I really am sorry if I am prying too much. I'm, I, I didn't, you don't have to, if you are uncomfortable talking about certain things, please just let me know. I'm just, I'm trying to get to know my crewmates and we are from the same place and that is a talking point. And so I just thought I would start from there. It's, it's okay. It's, I haven't, I haven't traveled for so many years since, since before the war. So there's not really much to talk about. Gotcha. Uh, I, I she did. sips her tea again, but it was like a long sip. Gotcha. I did and a lot of traveling before. Oh, sorry. Where have you been? Uh, I've I've also I can't exactly remember the names of every place, but I did a a little bit of traveling around before I uh readied up. I guess I was in the war, um, sort of a combat medic scenario. That was a what I've been doing for the past few years uh, before this. I can't can't say I envy you if you're in the war. It's not somewhere. Yeah, else. it was um, not a pleasant place, I would say. Um, I I didn't I didn't necessarily support the war. I just saw that as. There's a lot of people getting hurt in this, and I could use my skills for some good. Or so I hoped, you know? That sort of thing. That's understandable. Yeah. If, if you can do something to help others, it makes sense, too. Yeah. And Rose pauses again. Did you always want to join the Star Academy? I just saw it as sort of a fresh start of sorts you know like um the war was an interesting time i met some interesting people it was a rough time for sure and so um i see this as sort of a fresh start of sorts and um my parents the people i would call my parents i guess um they instilled in me for just this wanting to help others and i see this as a great opportunity for me to help the galaxy help everybody and so uh that's sort of what i see this as it's just uh you know the next step a step to aiding the universe yeah and she sort of nods sips more tea what sort of drew you here i had no choice you had no choice. No. I had no choice at all. I was the only one that that our supposed townstead would offer. They had they had to choose someone and I was the choice. Gotcha. To be honest with you, I can't blame them. But you know. You're just you're you're too cool. They they couldn't have picked anyone else. 
That's what you mean, right? I mean, I was, it was, they could have chosen plenty of people. They could have. But I was the easiest choice. They wouldn't lose anyone. Don't sell yourself short like that. I know I've only been on one mission with you, but I'd say you seem pretty capable. Yeah, capable and sociable are quite different. Well, I'm happy to have you on my team. Hmm. I appreciate that, at least. The camera kind of pans out at this bustling uh, star, but Molly, where are you? Um, Molly's in her room. Um, it's kind of evening, dinner time. She just wanted to kind of wind down for the night. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good idea. Uh, what, what is Molly doing to wind down? Just kind of like a sitting and relaxing? Is there a book or? <laughs> She's actually putting lipstick on. <laughs> Bright red lipstick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. She also, before getting back to her room, went out and um, bought a. A bottle of wine and some cheese and crackers. So she is setting the table, having a little charcuterie board. She sets out two wine glasses and and pours the wine. Um, Then she digs into her purse and pulls out a little reliquary. And then she just says, Shirley girly. How do you want this to look? So, she's looking down at the reliquary in her hands, and like a second after she she calls, uh, she looks up and she sees Shirley sitting at the the chair on the other side of the table. All right, uh, yeah, you see Shirley in front of you, and she kind of cocks her head to the side and then looks at the spread and said, "You're in a new place. You didn't have to go all out." That's a it's a celebration. I met some new people. I I think I'm making friends, and we did we did good on our first mission together. Well, I knew you would have done great, but still, and I, it, are you telling me you're making new friends? That doesn't surprise me at all. You've always been good at charming people. <sighs> well, it's it's been a while, you know, at least. Ten years. At least. And then Shirley uh, reaches out and grabs the wine glass and says, How did the school have wine? Is it any good? Um, I, let me let me take a sip. And she, she takes a sip and kind of scrunches her face up a little bit. I mean, taste, tastes like wine. <laughs> uh, I think Shirley... Uh, sets her wine down in response and says I maybe I'll save it for later then okay and she says oh and a cheese and crackers spread what what's next you really know how to flatter somebody and you don't even have to anymore you gotta keep the spark alive and she, she just she lets out a little laughter and said you act like the spark could ever die I don't think anything can stop it at this point. <laughs> Molly blushes a little bit. You see a, a smile flash across Shirley's face. And she says, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense for you to be alone. You should be out making new friends. 
I know that we aren't young anymore, but the night still is. You could be out with your crewmates. Tell me about your crewmates. That's what we can do. Tell me all about them. <laughs> oh, I. Oh my goodness. Um, well, I don't I haven't really gotten to meet all of them yet. I I did get to meet uh, a robot. His name is Rust. A robot. Yeah, he he threw me. In, into this um, this duct. Oh my goodness! How, how? When did when did you need to be thrown into a duct? Well, um, <laughs> I I heard some noise and went to investigate. It it was part of the mission. It was a little scary, um, but we well, we did good. <laughs> we all survived. Well. Everyone surviving is definitely an accomplishment. And then, um, ooh, there's this um, fish person named Blue that I also got to meet. Well, you're really getting out from Gnome Home, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, they're, I think they're friends with Rust. I don't really know much about their past. Oh, we also have, um, our pilot is is a bird. Well, it seems like a bird would intentionally be very good at flying things. Well, you would think. <laughs> she she just <laughs> loses it laughing. <laughs> then we, we've got a couple of young ones in the team. I haven't really gotten to talk to them yet. To be honest, I'm a, I'm a little scared. I don't know if I have much in common with them. I think you'd be surprised. I mean, you're all here at the new school. Yeah, that's true. Well, mm, maybe tomorrow. Why not go talk to them tonight? Don't you think it's a little late? I think if you're going to be going back to a college, you may have to participate in some of the stuff you used to do in college. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> yeah, those were the days. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to go out and do stuff, but maybe just see. Maybe they'd want to play a game. Ooh, Parcheesi. Maybe they'd want to play that. That's a relevant game, right? Play that. <laughs> I don't. Um, I, you know what? I'd have to. I'd have to check with them. Moncala, maybe. Hmm. I think chess is getting more popular now. Ooh, that might be a good idea. I mean, you were always. You could beat me at chess. Yeah, oh well. <laughs> I haven't played in a really long time. I'm sure it's like getting on a bicycle. Once you've done it once, you can't forget. Or maybe you can forget. I don't know. <laughs> okay, surely that... That does sound fun. Be sure that you still... We can talk tomorrow, right? Or maybe the day after... Uh, whenever. You know I'm always available. Yeah. Uh, and she flashes a very big grin and then finally picks up the wine again and takes a sip and said, yeah, that definitely does taste like wine, I guess. <laughs> what are the, the notes that you're picking up on? Mm, sour. <laughs> and grape. Yeah, we were never very good at picking up on notes. <laughs> We've never been good at the subtle things. Hey, but wine is wine. Wine is wine, beer is beer, and brandy is brandy. And she laughs and smiles and says, Go make friends. I'm already your friend. 
and I'm not going to leave, so... <sighs> okay. <laughs> You've convinced me. And the I think the camera kind of slowly zooms out on this great scene uh, with you and Shirley. Um, and then it zooms in on Jin running down the hall. What's running through your head right now? Well, that didn't go according to plan. Uh, you you make it to where Blue is. Uh, what do you what do you do? Uh, she's in her room. Uh, I think this is like a just like a few seconds after Wind has just said like I'm about to do so many pranks with this, and then you bust in the door. Okay, I burst in out of breath and <sighs> Blue, Russ needs you. Library now. And then I take off running back toward the library. Blue hops up immediately and, you know, as fast as they can, begins running toward the library. Wind is going to follow and pick up Blue so they can run faster. Um, with that, yeah, you guys make it a little bit behind Jin. Like, Jin obviously had a head start. So you guys are able to make it just behind Jin and you see this scene in the library um, Blue, as you get closer, you see a, like, completely pacified Rust. All right. Yeah, Blue is going to, you know, immediately go into action mode. And they, um like, sit cross-legged behind Rust and use their multi-tool to open a panel in the back of Rust's head. And um, they take cables out of their pockets of their shorts and, um like plug one end of the cable into their little tablet and the other into two little slots in Rust's cube. And then they just start, you know, searching for the damage that might need to be repaired in order to get him calmed down to kind of like process the trauma, but like in like a literal computer processing way. (laughs) Make a tech check with advantage. That is a non-natural 20. All right. With a non-natural 20, uh, you're able to find the problems pretty quickly. And you see that it's almost like uh, there's like spots in his code Mm -hmm. that have been kind of like almost like blurred and kind of scrubbed Mm -hmm. together. So it's a little bit jumbled. You're able to go through and uh, scrub and clean and rearrange the code back to its normal Mm -hmm. place. And you hear a small like whirring as rust starts to come out of power saving mode. As they like power power rust back up, um, they take off their little jacket and kind of drape it over Rust's head so he kind of wakes up in a nice dark calming place without a lot of stimuli to, you know, so he can be nice and calm. While Blue is doing that, can Jenna talk to Blue? Yeah. What was that? Blue just kind of gestures toward the toward the cube. And back toward the, ca- the toward the tower, just kind of like wince sympathetically, and they start to feed you images of when they first found Rust and first woke him up out of power saving mode, and how I imagine when they first woke him up, he like started to rage, and they kind of had to like make some quick fixes. They probably weren't very good at it yet, um, and how you know they've been trying to piece together. Rust's history, but of course it's you know it's a slow process because his memory is gone, and also what he does remember is so you know traumatic and triggering. 
so blue just kind of gives gives her like a brief history of you know and images of you know of, of their relationship with rust okay um after all of those images kind of wash over jen i look at blue and i say so it's more than just a war machine now blue nods and then um like and then starts to show Jin images of friendship and of like of creatures holding hands and hugging and laughing together and starts kind of weaving those in with like pictures of you know blue and rust's own friendship leading up to them sitting together coming to the academy does rust like animals blue shrugs they don't really there aren't a lot of animals in anura in the ocean that aren't like hostile <laughs> <laughs> they don't really know if he does. Well, I have a possible idea to maybe make amends for this. I just learned in my studies, um, find familiar, and I haven't used it yet, but I thought maybe you guys could come while I tried it. Yeah. Blue, blue oh, and wind. I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I've, wind. I've been here the entire <laughs> time. <laughs> I was supporting. I was literally the reason Blue got here. The camera pans from this like intense, engaged like conversation, and it's just Wind standing there awkwardly, like the freaking Slender Man. I imagine it's kind of like I was about to say, kind of like I was thinking, like Wind is just kind of like to the side, like uh, that one guy in the Ant Man movies who's just like kind of there. It's like yeah, (laughs) the entire just. My favorite character in the Ant-Man movies, to be honest. When I was thinking Wind, I was honestly imagining him pretty chill. Because I feel like other members of the monastery... Wind has seen this reaction before. He doesn't know it's PTSD. But, like, Mm -hmm. he's in a monastery with young children that are sent on terrible missions all the time. So he has definitely seen something similar to this. Even though it's a robot... I feel like he might be like, okay, I, I'm used to people being fucked up emotionally. You can kind of, like, sympathize with it, at least. Rust, how are you feeling as you kind of wake up, I guess? So, from what Blue said, they put a fabric over my head, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that way it's less stimuli. So... Like- the moment that my audio receptors become functional, um, obviously I can't really see anything, so I'm just gonna reach out into like the ether, really, and just ask Blue, where are you? Blue taps on his um, taps on the back of like the back of his armor. Rust is. I'm, I'm gonna stay seated. I'm going to turn to where I feel Blue had touched me. I'm going to extend my arms out for a hug. Blue gives him a hug. And I'm just going to ask, Blue, where where am I? Blue cautiously like, takes their jacket back off of Rust's head so he can see he's still in the, still in the library. But all the, all the machines are powered down, slash one is broken, I assume. So you see that one machine in front of you is currently out of commission. You see that there's some dents in it, uh, and you see few other machines around you you see that wind and jen are also there did did i do this blue pats his shoulder to let him know it's okay i'm 
Hey, nobody. Hey, nobody got hurt, bro. You're you're fine. No, I'm 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 sorry. Um, can can we go? Wind walks over and helps Rust up. I'm not even gonna take the uh, uh, t-shirt off of my head. I'm just gonna leave it down. Just kind of like look down at the ground and just keep walking wherever they lead me. Uh, I guess you guys lead him back to dorms. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, uh, we smash cut over to Molly. We hear Shirley say, uh, well, it sounds like your friends are back. Perfect timing. Well, well, pretty much right after, you know, the scene cut away from Molly, she started, um, making chocolate chip cookies. At at least she has that to bring. (laughs) And then she kind of scrounges around the house looking for stuff. Um, she finds some WD-40, I guess, and picks up all these little bugs and puts them in a container. <laughs> and then uh, she she opens a door. Everyone's kind of walking in. There's like a common area uh, between all of your like rooms where there's like a couch, like a little, like all of you have like a little kitchenette. And then there's like a big kitchen out there for if anyone wants to do big stuff. Um, and like a faux fireplace letting off a little bit of heat into this common this is room classy. Uh, that can easily be turned Ooh. off. Uh, blue. It uh, can very <laughs> easily be turned off. Yeah, so all of you, so the Rust, Anna, Rose, Jin, Blue, and Wind uh, walk out to see Molly just has like a tray of cookies and like an assortment of other things, including <laughs> bugs and WD-40. <laughs> um, I think this is when Blue and Wind walk in with the alcohol with the, ba- with yeah. the bag of alcohol and i think i would like i think wind is already drinking that corn shit and is already pretty <laughs> plastered when they're walking in make a constitution <laughs> okay here we go i rolled somehow a seven and then we got plus three so that is a ten wind you are tipsy already Molly, 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 just the person we was looking for. Okay, so this is probably going to be really offensive, but, like, do you want to be tall? <laughs> mm. I'm I'm okay. Do, do you want a snack? No, but, like, you can put on my legs and, like, be oh. mega Molly, you know? <laughs> hmm. Right? You want to do that, right? That's cool, right? I'm not just drunk, right? I mean... I think you are drunk, <laughs> but that does sound These kind of fun. Uh, oh, actually, those um, here. Do you, do you want this? And then she like hands him a beetle. I'll trade you. And then he <laughs> takes off one of his legs. <laughs> uh, I think at this point, the rest of you guys are kind of walking in the door to the common room to see Wind holding out one of his legs. And Molly holding out. They can come off? That's so cool! (laughs) Oh my god!